Neato. Christian, have you ever had a false memory? It's all false memories, man. All. Well, anything more specific than that? or the, Everything we experience is not really true. You know this, man. Yeah. We've been doing this podcast long enough. It's just our perception of the reality we build upon this world. Christian, can you point to one memory in your life that you look back on and you say, I'm not convinced that that happened, or you know for sure it didn't happen, but for some reason, it's still trapped in your head as if you lived it. It's something that you can vividly see that no. didn't actually happen. Really? No. Oh man, I have one. I have one, but I'll save that for after the uh, after the intro. Let's let's get into it. Okay. So for the life of me, is it in Brazil? There's that gigantic Jesus statue. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Brazil. Specifically. Rio de Janeiro. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I believe. Yeah. I have a very, very distinct memory. And it's not just that statue. There's a lot of pieces to it. But of flying around that statue in a helicopter when I was like 12. This could happen. Very distinct memory of me flying past a gigantic that big jesus statue in rio de janeiro in a helicopter and which, it's never happened i've never been to which, brazil i've never been I, I, the only out of state or out of country i've been is jamaica and canada you've you haven't been to brazil in this life but it could have been a previous life a previous life where helicopters were a thing yeah you're young helicopters what? have been around for a while oh ancient egypt you're talking the, no, not the that hier- kind. The hieroglyphics. No, no, I'm talking since like the 50s, man. What are you thinking? The ancient Egypt hier- hieroglyphic helicopter. Helicopter. Suppose it. Helicopter. The helicopter. Um, it's a horse. Just yeah. kidding. Um, no. Yeah, but for the dude, I picked. I remember exactly the perspective of me looking at it. I remember how amazing it was. I remember how, like what a how marvel it was. Uh, I had to have been like 12, and probably before I even knew what the thing was. You know what I mean? Like before I was even reading about it or knew what that yeah. it existed, but I have a memory of flying around it. I'm going to go in a with, helicopter since this is false memories. Maybe it is a false memory, but from another time. Very well could be. You could have been as a 12 year old astral projecting and just um, feel, me putting, flying, thinking it was a helicopter, putting but yourself really, in a helicopter. So you're safe. Yeah. Which is, you know what? That, that actually would make sense. Cause I don't like necessarily remember looking around the helicopter, but right. I remember being in a helicopter. Right. Or weird. It was a previous life. And that was the last thing you saw before you had a fiery crash. Hmm. And then you went into the afterlife for a little while before you reincarnated into Scott. I believe it's called purgatory. It's what's it called in? Oh, you'll hear it in. Oh, God. You'll hear it in the latest episode. There's an Egyptian name for it in Moon Knight. Are you sure it's not purgatory? It's purgatory is. And yeah, you know what is the is the afterlife yeah. you're right yeah but isn't that more from the greek perspective or I the believe it roman is. yeah but the egyptians had it a lot, a lot of different cultures throughout the world have had this underworld 
type of thing. And it's not yeah. like the hell that we later made. Christianity made it to be mm. fiery and brimstone. That, yes, that has always been <laughs> yeah. part of even other cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Before I understand. and after yeah. Christianity. Yeah, no, you, yeah, that's what, it's weird that you base everything off of Christianity. As far uh, it's, as, it's, more it's like a, your favorite, it's your go-to for anything. Because it's, it's, it's very per, pervasive in our society. Yeah. And it's something most of us in the West have grown up around. And it's a, used to be the way we mark time. By Christianity? By the birth of Jesus, <laughs> yeah. you know. No, I understand. Yeah. So, but we don't do that anymore. Now it's something else. You know, it's funny for their Facebook page. I have this meme. Hmm. that talks about time travelers and somebody's like what year is it and he goes like 59 bc and the guy looks at the other guy and goes well we know they're time travelers too because nobody else would have used that yeah that's but a thinker was, that's gonna be a thinker for a yeah little bit. I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny but it takes a while maybe i'll throw it up there one day anyway there you go maybe around the time this episode comes out that's a good idea that'd be a nice summer haha yep you heard anyway. it here first yeah anyway we're not gonna dive too much into you know philosophical nonsense we just did i know but this is the summer now we, we gotta get a little more direct with the with okay. our content you know what i mean yep so let's dive into this first story from sand dargan it was when i was 22 years old i came home from my work and this odd bit of my story began i remember driving home in my 1996 camaro parking it in the driveway and going inside I planned to sit around in my underwear watching Stargate SG-1 and playing video games, but people showed up at my house and we had an impromptu party. I also played with my dog in the backyard, and at some point my grandfather knocked on the door and gave me pictures of my sister, who had passed away years earlier. I remember watching a movie with these friends that had shown up, drinking and possibly playing some Mario Kart. I remember talking about work and our boss. I remember talking about the pen and paper RPG we had been playing and teaching a guy friend a particular martial arts counter that we had tried earlier. Eventually, I fell asleep. The next thing I know, I woke up in the hospital with a sign saying, do not try to talk, please ring for a nurse. And I was all bandaged up around my throat. I had been in a house fire that night. No one's fault in particular, just a combination of bad luck and bad wiring in the wall of the office. The thing is, nothing that came after I drove home from work actually happened. No friends came over. My dog and grandfather had died years earlier and over a thousand miles away. No party was had. No alcohol was drank, as far as I can tell. As far as I know, that night does not exist, but I remember it. That's crazy. It is. That's like that's kind of like goosebumps, kind of crazy. Where you're just like, whoa. I think this person made this into a false memory. This was. Do you think a dream? No, I mean they saw their grandfather and their dog that had died years earlier. You think it was like such a traumatic experience that they like maybe passed into the spiritual realm for a second, and they don't really recall all the details. You know, yeah. we assume that people that come back from the dead and tell us these crazy stories are the only ones that experience it. But mm. what if it's possible for more people, they just, because of their psyche or whatever, they may not experience it or remember it the same way. Yeah. And this person basically had what almost seemed like real life. But then we're like, it's almost like a daydream that this person happened when yeah. they were in the hospital. Doing like they, all your favorite things, impromptu party, Mario Kart, drinking. Yeah, it's like a martial perfect, arts. You're like yeah. literally everything you can think of. And your grandfather shows yeah. up with pictures of your dead sister. Yeah, your dog's there the whole time. You know, you're having the time of your life. But I mean. It, and let's just say this, this is a false memory. 
But it could happen. And maybe, maybe at the beginning of this summer break episode, we're finding that maybe false memories are just memories. Mm. They're not quite right, but they may be. If that makes any sense. Maybe. I don't know. There's, you know, there's speculation of people that think, you know, we can dream of people that have passed away and and that type of stuff, you know, where it's like you can have these encounters. What if he was in this traumatic experience, a house fire? And in that moment, you know, he has, you know, like he's kind of said, like passed on. Yeah. And he's experiencing the spiritual people in his life that, you, you know, know, the grandfather and the dog came to protect him yeah. and take his mind away from because... It's possible, man. I don't know. Like it, it to, it's a really great story. It's I don't really understand how he doesn't remember anything before or after that. Like he doesn't remember the fire starting. Doesn't even remember getting home and like going inside. You Something know I mean? traumatic could do those things, though. If yeah. you're going through, if you're in the middle of a fire, you know, depending on how you react to it, your brain could just shut down and you might not remember it. It's too traumatic. True. It's got to protect your subconscious is going to try to protect you. That's crazy. That's crazy that you would be having like the time of your life, but in reality, you're like burning. Yeah. Shame. That's good news for people that are burning in hell. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll take that out. I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> think they're having the time. Like, this is great. This is fine. I don't even feel it anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You want to take, uh, I'll give you a story number two. By Four-Eyed Lemon. You've earned it. I remember seeing my grandfather moments before his passing in a hospital bed when I was around seven. He was wearing his thick, dark sunglasses as usual, and I have no memory of what he was supposedly there for. We attended his funeral, though, and I remember feeling guilty for not crying while my mother held me and sobbed. My family always visited his trailer park during the summer, but that of course stopped once he died. Then at around nine years old, two years later, my mother announced my family was going up north, which meant his trailer park. I was confused, but thought we were perhaps renting a camping site in the trailer park. But no, we arrived and my grandfather was on the porch, waiting for my family. I never said anything until I was 16, asking if my grandfather ever died. My mother just grew angry that I would ask something so insensitive, so I never pushed it. On one hand, it's nice that he was is alive, but I always feel uneasy around him. I never had a particularly close relationship with him anyhow. This one kind of, it reminds me, um, it actually, to me, it maybe it proves the fact that not all Mandela effects were felt worldwide. You know, what if this is an instance of something changing in someone's life? Like one of the small changes that happens in your life, it just happens to be your grandfather didn't die. You know what I mean? I don't know. This one's this one's kind of like there's real world things like maybe the mother had a falling out with her father and all of a sudden. Oh, and you think the kid just like took it as always dead? Yeah. And built a, an image around it because kids, yeah. you know, kids basically that's their world all day is just making images. Yeah. And, and putting stories to the world around them. Hmm. And those stories are pretty kooky because they don't they're not we haven't ground their magic into the ground yet. Um, but. Also, how did this happen? How do you imagine a funeral and then not see your grandfather for a couple of years? Yeah. And then show, show up to his place thinking that he's dead and he's and just on like, the hey there. Yeah. Like nothing ever happened. Yeah. How much of that kid's life is missing in those two years that other, what other things do they not remember? Uh, it's weird because uh, he even remembers talking about feeling guilty that he's not crying. Like yeah. I'm at my grandfather's funeral. I'm not crying. My mom's sobbing next to me. 
like what's wrong with me type thing. That's just weird. It feels like that feels too intimate to be like a dream of some sort or like anything weird like that. Yeah. Where did this kid come from where he experienced this funeral? Didn't cry and felt guilty about it because his mom was crying because it's her dad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden something happens and you're in a world where the grandfather still exists and your mom thinks it's insensitive to even think that way. Don't speak of these things because they may happen because they always do. We're always going to die at some point. Some of us just don't have to go through our grandfather's funeral twice. A way to bring it down there, Christian. <laughs> hey, just in case anyone was wondering, we're all going to die. But the second time he could cry and then his mom will feel better. Yeah. See? You can cry if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. It's your grandfather's party. Sure. It just stepped on my headphone and almost ripped my head off. Nice. You really do be like that. Okay, this uh, this next one comes to us from Svab Kurva. I have had, for pretty much as long as I can remember, a distinct memory of causing my dad to break his leg when I was about six or seven. I was running in circles throughout my house. I even remember I was in a little night dress kind of thing, and my dad was chasing me, trying to catch me to get me in bed, when he slipped on a piece of paper on the kitchen, fell and broke his leg. I even remember me and the fam going to the hospital and bringing him sandwiches. I remember the view of the hospital windows. To this day, I can still visualize bits and pieces of the whole thing, but it never happened. In this lifetime. So you think this is like, uh, again, just like an instance where it's past life. Could be. Memory. I but, mean, that makes... but why would it be the same dad? You know what I mean? Maybe. Oh, well, I mean, according to people that believe that, sometimes you get the same dad or you're your dad's your brother or some, your mom's your sister, something like that. Or Who Bob, knows? Bob's your uncle. Bob is definitely your uncle. Yeah. That's an, that, that is always a thing. Yeah, it truly is. I mean, that makes more rational sense than almost constructing a memory out of nothing. Yeah. Like your memory is based on something that's kind of cloudy. So you can fill in the blanks. Cause we always fill in the blanks of everything. That's just part of the way our brain works. Yeah. Like that thing where you can read that, that whole paragraph or bunch of sentences without a bunch of letters in it we read it fine yeah i'm actually gonna there's one yeah this is this is the original post that i found some of these stories on and this was by uh cat catoid she says i don't have many false memories but the one I, I remember the most clearly is i was about 11 or 12 years old and was one of the last kids to leave the dining room at school one day at my school in the uk there was a lunch timetable per year group but I, th I think I had had lunchtime activity, so went in fairly late. So he showed up late for school lunch. Right. That took a lot for me to get to that. But uh, I left on my own and walked through the bit where the staff served the food. And I very clearly remember hearing, remember one of the ladies blocking my path, standing over me and very angrily saying, oh, I suppose you've been stuffing your face then. <laughs> Weird. Before sort of sneering at me and letting me past. I am convinced that this did not actually happen. The dinner lady in question was super nice and pleasant to talk to. I had never experienced her being like this ever, or to anyone else by all accounts. I rushed to my form room for, for registration after this happened, or after this quote happened, and was very upset about it and told my friends who were all very surprised that it happened. Might sound like nothing to most people, but it has stuck with me ever since. I'm 25 now. And I get a very weird sense of dread and confusion when I think about it. I'm convinced it never happened. I know it sounds like nothing, but I wanted to post because I've never really told anyone about it. If it had truly happened, I would not still be thinking about it so many years on. 
So that's just a weird thing. To, that's a weird thing to really like experience or whatever, you know? She needs to let it go. Well, that for sure. She needs to put it on a piece of paper, cr- crumple it up and light it on fire and just let it go. Yeah. That's just, I, I don't know, man. Like it's a weird thing for like your, your head to randomly make up. It's a weird memory for you to randomly have that didn't happen. Especially one that lasts that long. 25 years, yeah. Well, dude, this is like my thing has lasted 12, 13 years already. 12 years, 13, 12. I don't know how old I am anymore. Oh, it's a while. Yeah. So. That happens as you get older. Yeah. What's my age again? Blink-182 reference. Again. Again, classic. Man, how many other songs made a reference in this podcast? Probably another four. Yeah, too many. I'll probably at least cover all the small things. You can cover all the small things. Yeah. I want to go the Depeche Mode route and not have to hear. Yeah. Well, nothing. Good news for you. You actually referenced one of Blink-182 songs in that last sentence. You said go, and that's a Blink-182 song. So (laughs) That's a Blink-182 word. It's also a song. So. And a direction. There you go. And an action. There you go. (laughs) Ha ha. We did it. No. School's not over, folks. That's right. Uh, why don't you take us home with the Schoenbreaker? The Schoen, Schoenbreaker. Sure. When I was three, my family moved to Washington. While looking at houses, I remember being in a house that was really dark. Eerily. <laughs> the room we were in had a dark wood shelf all around the top of the room. There was a fan on with streamers tied on it, blowing in one of the corners. There was one wall that had a taxidermied moose head on it, which is creepy. (laughs) It gets a lot creepier. Unless you're a hunter. That's a trophy. I swear to this day, it turned to me and blew air through its lips, like whistling, but without the whistling sound. (laughs) I I described this to my parents later, and they assure me this never happened. Nor was our house like that that we ever looked at, which I am inclined to believe since that is too weird a situation and taxidermied moose heads generally don't do that kind of thing. I remember it so clearly though. I like that he went or she went, shouldn't assume, uh, to the parents right, and was like, did this ever happen? And they're like, I'm sorry, what? You're saying a taxidermy moose silently whistled at you? No, I don't think that happened. He's like, okay, I just double checking. We should revisit this episode or or this little part of this episode about a year from now. When taxidermy mooses are... No, when you hear like crazy stories like that, just out of the blue. Yeah. Did you know that the rabbit outside told me its name? And you'll be like... No. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Like who, Dennis? Yeah. Yeah. And he'll and he'll come up with some kind of weird name that's like, that's too strange for him to make up. It must be true. Yeah. And I'll say, yeah, it's great. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you'll go to China. We need a therapist already. Yeah. I think our son is seeing demon rabbits. And, and, I'll, and I, would, I would be like, no, man, it's a spirit animal. Stop being all dark, Scott. You need to read one of your own dad jokes. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, taxidermy moose, man. That's weird. Reminds me of, like Evil Dead. A little, yeah. I get, I get a vibe like that for sure. Weren't, weren't all the trophies like talking trash to what is it, Ash? Ash, yeah. It's weird. But what if he was just watching Evil Dead or some shit like that, and then just for whatever reason locked onto that as a memory? 
Do you have you ever had? Let me let me ask it this: Have you ever had a dream that was so vivid that it almost like took over as a memory in your mind? Like when you think back on it, like you have to actually be like, "Oh wait, that was a dream." Like that didn't actually happen. Maybe like waking up and going to school and getting ready and that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Thinking that that girlfriend in high school was still dating you for a little while, and then you realize, no, that was just a dream. And then missing her terribly and being like, "Yeah, Roxanne." Or whatever her name was. Yeah, you don't have to turn on the red, red light. light. Yeah. So yeah, we can switch over to to the police if you'd like. They're good at least in some of their songs. After Eddie Murphy did the Roxanne thing, that song is forever ruined in their eyes, probably, but mm. different in our eyes. Different is a word for it. Yeah. 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 So I don't know, man. I I've had I've had very vivid dreams before that I feel like stuck with me forever. Like to this moment where I could think back on. Speaking of big, vivid dreams. Yes. And then he looks up to the ceiling. He's trying to remember. Picture. Ah, I can't do that police song. Never mind. Picture a schoolboy school fantasy. Mm, I'm all right. Your teacher. Uh, a hot for teacher type thing. Yeah. Nice. Or he's hot for the student. It's really a pervy song. Most of them are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't stand so close to me. Scott still doesn't know what I'm talking about. No, I know the songs, but uh, creepy. It's creepy that I don't know. I mean, we cancel literally anything and everything these days, right? But we can't go back. Like we were talking about recently with the 50s music. You know what I mean? Like you can go back, listen to any of those songs and be like, this is a little suspect. Yeah. We should cancel it right now. It's too late. Yeah, it is too late. Nobody cares about that shit. Yeah, it's, it's fine. That was pre-90s. Yeah. Anything before that, not even cancel worthy. Yeah. 90s, you get a little bit of a pass. But once you get into the 2000s, all our demons are coming to light. And we must deal with them all, including the false memories. Yeah, sure. So what do you think <laughs> What do you think about these false memories, man? What do you think about them? You've heard, I would think, what, four or five? That last one was definitely some kind of false memory. The other ones yeah. could be false because they just came from a different place, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, you know, taxidermied moose. Don't do that stuff. They don't blow kisses, man. They may have puckered lips, but they're not blowing anything. Yeah, I'm picturing like Bullwinkle. A weird weird Bullwinkle situation. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Especially when he's hanging out with Rocky. All right. It's I just I guess the part of me just wants to know what it is, what has to happen for your your mind to latch on to something as a memory. I don't think much. Yeah. Is I mean, is there a level of because there's like, I, and I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of people that have memories, you know, how sometimes you're laying in bed at night and you just think about the time when you're in third grade and you did something really fucking stupid and you're like, wow, what a moron, what a moron. Why would that person do that to this day? I think about like certain memories like that. And I'm like, why did that latch on into my psyche as something that I need to think about constantly? You have- not even constantly, but like randomly just pops up in your head back. Like, hey, remember that time? And- <laughs> sometimes you ha- the the stuff pops up when you have to deal with it so you have to like oh well i was dumb and move on and then it just stops popping up what it, you know and i can probably tell you that just talking about this subject hmm. some of our listeners will be like i have that yeah because i think it's more common i just don't remember a bunch of things never have so i'm like more here in the now type of thing so i don't really can't think back to memories that have affected me much yeah i mean i don't remember most of my childhood but the memories that i do hold on to aren't 
really noteworthy. You know, if anything, there are moments where it was like either shame or like shame's pretty noteworthy. No shame, as in like like embarrassment. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean, like shame is one of the 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 top levels of stress for humans. Yeah. So I mean, but it's just weird that that's the one you'd hold on to. Like, hey, remember that time you embarrassed yourself in front of you know your crush or your because you almost parents or because you could have been ostracized from the community. They could have kicked you out, and, and then like, you that was too much, Scott. Yeah. Get out. You, you know, if you're ostracized and exiled, you might not survive on your own. Yeah, and if you're ostracized, you're just made fun of. Yeah, you are until you kick somebody. And then true. there's no making funny anymore because they're dead. True, 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 true. Yeah. So, do you think? I mean, uh, they're sitting here listening with us, right? We're not alone in this room. We're the only ones with mics, but you guys, your voices matter as well. Unless this is a false memory and there are no voices out there. but if, Unless this podcast doesn't exist. Yeah, there, then we would... Either way, even if it doesn't exist, we still want to hear your false memories. Yeah, send in those false memories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Or, I mean, if you really don't... It's not... Like, to me, it helps... The emails help us keep it tidy. You know, keep everything organized. If you want to comment it in a, you know, social media post or comment on Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever, like, feel free to do that, but it's just harder for us to keep them, keep the stories where we want them when we need them. But we can figure out a way. You do what yeah. feels... Whatever you, you do want you, to. You, yeah, yeah, you do you. Yeah, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. You get that story to us. We want to hear about your false memories, no matter how strange it is. If you got mooses, moose, moose-eye, moosen. If you have all the moose... If there's moose blowing you kisses... I think that's pl- moose plural is moose right yeah okay i did it. figured it out um yeah we want to hear those stories doesn't matter doesn't matter how strange it is chris and i are excited to hear it if we get okay let's put it this way if we get some really like zingers of false memories we'll put out a full-length episode in season three give you all the false memory stories you want but for the time being i just want to touch on these i want to share mine a little bit and see if maybe anyone else out there had similar instances that they'd like to share with the listeners of the freaky deaky a freak nation yeah, and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, the Freaky Deaky Podcast. We're posting bonus videos over there all summer long. We're working on uh, new new clips, new paranormal shorts, crazy stuff that uh, we like putting out for you guys. But we're trying to get these numbers up. Tell your friends, tell your family. Shout out to your mom. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, at Freaky Deaky Pod, on TikTok, at TFT Paranormal. And we will see you right back here for episode four of Summer Break next week on the Freaky Deaky Summer Break. Let's, let's go get some sun. Let's go get some sun. Hey, pass me that cocoa butter. That cocoa butter. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we really should do. We should start just randomly, like in the middle of episodes, be like, hey, can you pass me that Sprite? Like, make all these weird
crashed into the spiritual realm for a second. Pretty kooky. Pretty kooky. into the spiritual realm for a second. Pretty kooky.